0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, FM, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Here's Lisa, living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald.
1: Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries. 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of this Friday? Well, my guest is Trish Tonai, a returning guest, as a matter of fact. As an author, coach and speaker, Trish works with individuals and leadership teams shaping organizational culture. Workshops, speaking and one-to-one coaching will assist with creating an environment of innovation, collaboration and mentorship that supports effective leadership. As a master coach practitioner, she is committed to continuous improvement through lifelong learning. She is certified in emotional intelligence an internationally recognized talent assessment, communication and change management tool. Trish has a certificate in mediation and dispute resolution from Harvard Law School, Negotiation Institute and BA in labor studies communications. With a holistic approach to setting goals, she has combined her business acumen to become a certified personal trainer, nutrition wellness specialist, and certified yoga specialist. As a published author, she has two books, A Diary of Change, 12 Personal Tools, and Breaking Barriers, 10 Entrepreneurial Women Share Their Stories. She has also co-authored an e-magazine, W2, Wealth and Well-Being. She is also a regular contributor to Thrive Global Network and CanFit Pro Magazine. Trish is a painter, loves to travel, and will readily admit that life is a work in progress. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Hello. How are you today? (laughs) I'm doing well thanks it's always a treat to uh, have you on the show Trish so welcome back to living fearlessly I thank you for the gift of your time because having just plugged your bio I know you're off the hook and you're always like there for your clients and you've got a million things on the schedule so thank you so much oh thank you and likewise I'm sure your schedule is just as
2: hectic as mine we're entrepreneurs
1: Well, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I think you're an absolute spitfire. I think what you're doing in the space in terms of paying it forward, being of service, uh, speaks a lot to your character, which for no surprise, people continuously come back to you. And you've got 26 years of entrepreneurial service under your belt. So I just want to say that speaks volumes. And that's a testament to your growth. That's a testament to your client satisfaction and your ongoing delivery of service. So congratulations.
2: Oh, thank you very much. You know what? It's gone by so quickly. And, uh, you know, that saying is true. The older you get, the years go by much quicker. And I actually don't even think about the number of years because um, every year is something new and it's exciting and you always feel like you're turning a new corner and turning a page on a new chapter.
1: Well, so very true. I wholeheartedly subscribe to that 100%, Trish. But, you know, let's not negate. 26 years is 26 years. And as fast as they go and as much as you're not cognizant of the time, you're just more focused on being in the zone and levelling up. uh, That does carry a lot of currency in the space of entrepreneurship. So I just want to say congratulations. Own it. Be proud of it. Because that's a huge accomplishment. Thank you. Thank you
2: very much. Yes, I am... I started my very first business when a mentor wore a blue suit and a red tie. Business consulting was in its infancy or incubator stage and no one had ever heard of a coach. So that just goes to show you how many years have flown by. Wow.
1: (laughs) And now, (laughs) now, coaches is attached to everybody that's in this space. We're in a very oversaturated industry. So the fact that you have found a way to signature to you, unique, being integral with self, and still standing out, and still resonating with as many people as what you do—that's uh, a huge undertaking, and it's a huge accomplishment. Uh, so that I don't take that lightly at all. So Trish, well, let's thank talk. You. Let's talk about what's transpired in terms of your own barometer of growth and measurement of success in terms of the first interview in, uh, being showcased here on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Fast forward to where we are on this call today. So let's talk about all the yumminess that's uh, been birthed in your life.
2: Well, you know, when we first spoke, it was uh, a few years ago, and I had just uh, published my second book, Breaking Barriers to Entrepreneurial Women Share Their Stories. And that's been a really amazing journey, because if you fast forward now, uh, this year I started a guest blog called Share Your Stories ShareYourStories.Online. Uh, we're, we're actually launching a new URL in another month. And, you know, we've shared 100 entrepreneurial stories this year under wow. the umbrella of uh, business innovation, mentorship, and philanthropy. And, you know... Um, whenever we embark on something new, especially in the entrepreneurial space, you know, as a speaker, I talk about mentorship. And I found that as I was going along and, and, you know, you do the networking thing after you've been speaking, and I was meeting so many amazing people who had so many fantastic stories that I thought, you know what? I really do have to expand the opportunity for folks to shine as an entrepreneur. Because you and I both know how difficult that space is. Yes. And it takes a, a lot of resiliency to, uh, t- to be successful. It takes a huge leap of faith uh, to leave paid employment and sort of jump into the great unknown. So I really felt that it was uh, part of my mission to be able to share their story. So we're actually going to uh, continue the series. And uh, I'm really proud of the fact that we were able to showcase so many
1: fearless, uh, entrepreneurs in, in this year with a hundred stories. Beautiful. Congratulations. So what would be some of the flavor? We don't go through obviously the whole hundred because we want people to go out there and read it themselves uh, and, sure. and derive inspiration themselves. But if if there's certain ones that stick out in mind, um, what's been the the variation, the flavor, or maybe even the common denominator within the stories of these people who have penned it? You know the interesting thing is they
2: they all answer the same three questions. So tell me a little bit about your journey, when was your light bulb moment and what are your three words of advice? And I have to say that it's the three words of advice that really resonate because everyone believe it or not has very different words to share and of course their light bulb moments are always truly unique but I just think that each individual really has something so empowering to share. And we may not even realize the power of the stories that we share, but when you read them, uh, you know, every story I receive, and, you know, there's been days when I receive three and four stories in the day to participate in the series, and I'm always wowed by uh, the courage and resiliency of each one of those individual entrepreneurs. So I can't really feature one individual person because, to be quite honest, each and every
1: one of them has something really special to share. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, let's talk about something that I, I love this subject matter, and it's something that I've been talking more frequently, more consistently with radio guest Trish. So, um, and I think we've even talked about it over dinner. I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to finally meet since the first interview. You're, you're really, who you are on radio is who you are in person. And I just want to say kudos to you because a lot of people they look good on paper, they look good on social media, um, but there's not always that element of, you know, what you see is what you get. And I can truly attest to the fact of having met you that you are the real deal. So thank you for thank that you. as well. Um, thank you. Thank yes, but you know, going back to what I want to talk about with you in terms of your perspective on this, Trish, a lot of people when we talk about passions, um. You know, sometimes it tends to be a bit of a misnomer, and I know there's different schools of thought, so there's no right answer, wrong answer, but more importantly, I'd be important to know, uh, interested to know your take on this. A lot of people, their passion ends up being birthed out of uh, desperation in terms of the the conduit between desperation, ultimately defining and honing what their purpose is, and then being staunch. And very clear within what their purpose is, that's when the passion exudes. That's when the passion emits. And that's when people know that they're really come into themselves. So what would be your thoughts on that, Trish? You, you may agree with that. You may disagree with that.
2: You know, I find that the, the, the foundational element to any successful business is being passionate about the service or the product that you provide.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
2: it, it's not always easy to decide how, you know, I, way back when, when I think about it, um, I had a mentor who said to me, lots of people have really great ideas, but very few people action those great ideas. True. And, you know, when you think about it, uh, every successful business starts with a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it really just depends on the journey and the passion and the energy that the individual entrepreneur demonstrates Mm -hmm. That really pushes the envelope and makes them successful. So, yes, passion can mean many different things to different people, but I have to say that if you you really are passionate about what
1: it is that you do, Mm -hmm. you really can push the envelope and make a change. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's been my experience, not only for myself personally, but for many people that I've consecutively interviewed that they have said that their great, great idea came from their own personal need. Again, you know, being in the abyss, having a problem needing to be solution focused. And so when they recognized that they couldn't ultimately be the only person facing that crisis, that dilemma, that level of adversity, that's when they thought, you know what? if this is what I've stumbled upon and this is what I've gotten exceptionally clear on and I know that by implementing it and actioning it, it's worked for me, I can't sit on this. I can't hoard it. I have to go share this with the collective because there's gonna be lots of Trisha's, there's gonna be lots of Lisa's and everybody else's name we're familiar with in the space uh, who does get behind paying it forward and being of service. So um, that's one aspect of looking at it. I don't know if you wanna elaborate on that perhaps or interject with your perspective. Well, you know, after being in business so many years,
2: and um, you're absolutely right, the the best ideas actually come from your client base. So, you know, I've rebranded my company in four years and over 25 years, and that's because my clients were asking for something that they couldn't find. Mm -hmm. And so they came to me saying, you know, can you offer this? Can you expand your services to include this thing that I can't find somewhere else? And, you know, I find myself right now, actually, in the process of doing a rebrand, and uh, separating the Share Your Stories initiative into its own brand on its own and then taking my coaching and speaking business under my own name, uh, Tristoni.com, because I really feel that each of those initiatives has its own personality and Mm -hmm. I want to ensure that those two personalities have an opportunity to shine on its own. So, you know, to your point... I never thought that, you know, I'd be doing a rebrand at this stage in my career, but it just seemed like the right time and mm-hmm. the right place. And I spoke to the right someone who said, you know what, you really do need to push the envelope with this, and you, you're on to something here. And so take the ball and run with it. So, you know, I you dig deep and say, okay, well, if, if this is my path, if this is where I'm supposed to go, then it, it really makes sense for me to take that extra step and do something that's really different, stepping outside my comfort zone once again,
1: even after all of those years of being in business. Bingo. Well, what I'll say to that, Trish, is I think that's another example that really fundamentally underscores why I believe you're truly inherently living fearlessly. Because when somebody has 25 years of experience under their belt, and they have derived a lot of success from what was already in existence, but they don't get complacent and they know that they can in fact play a bigger game and they know by doing so they can help even more people, reach more people, resonate with more people. Rebranding is a very scary roll of the dice type thing because oftentimes people's reluctance to do so, it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna confuse people or people aren't gonna know really what my message is or, or it's gonna get distorted or somehow lost in translation. Um, But you saw it, you crystallized it, you honed it, and you embarked upon it. So I just want to say I really have a lot of respect for that because a lot of people don't, you know, when something's not broken, they don't want to fix it. And it's not that what you had was broken. You saw a bigger vision. You saw an even better, more perfected uh, vision for yourself. And you stepped into that. And that's very much about risk-taking, and that is living fearlessly. So, again, I want to say kudos to you for doing that. Thank you. You know, uh, to, just on a, light, uh, a lighter note, um, part of the rebrand is obviously having your
2: photograph taken again. And I, can remember, <laughs> I, can, I can remember going to a uh, public speaking event. I was speaking to uh, 200 entrepreneurs and I walked in the door and introduced myself to the young girl and she had this shocked look on her face and she said, oh my God, you really do look like your photo. And I thought, oh, is that good or bad? So when I was out taking my photos this time and I saw a few extra wrinkles on the, uh, you know, on the test sheets, and I said to the photographer, well, do we Photoshop those or do we leave it as the real deal? And, you know, I sat back and I thought, well, I guess I've earned my stripes, so we should leave the wrinkles. So when you see the new yeah, photos in the rebrand, um, hopefully they, they, someone will still say, geez, you really do look like your photo.
1: Well, I mean, I've seen you up close and personal. You're a very attractive woman. And, uh, you know, I think whatever wrinkles you do have, I mean, if they're around the eyes and they're around the, the mouth, I'm not saying that yours are necessarily, but it's a sign of people who smile. It's a sign of people who are lit up. It's a sign of all the years and hours and the long nights and the early mornings of hard work. And you're right, it's a badge of honor. So it as such, right?
2: Absolutely. absolutely. Well, you know, there's nothing worse than um, uh, we we all post things online and we all have a social media profile, to your point. And I think really the authenticity of who we are uh, really does need to resonate with our target market because there's nothing worse than meeting someone. You know, you mentioned that you and I met for dinner where there would be nothing worse than sitting down across from someone and looking at each other and going, Oh, my God, like, who are you? You don't look or sound anything like the person that I've connected with on social. So, you know, authenticity is something that's really important in the entrepreneurial space because, you know, I think that when you are your brand and you speak the truth and you walk the walk and talk the talk, then that's what really attracts people to you and helps you to amplify your success. So, you know, authenticity is really important. Um, and I think the people that are really
1: successful are truly authentic. Absolutely. Well, two things I'll say to that, Trish, is I think that's why dating sites go awry because everyone's got a bogus profile. (laughs) 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 And that's why I stay right away from that stuff because, you know, you know, people are putting on their best whatever, but it's not necessarily the real deal when you you finally meet up for coffee or whatever, um, you know, one hit wonder, but anyway, Um, but outside of that too, it's like, you know, similar to what you're saying, I, I'm always uploading, um, particularly in things in Facebook, you know, things in the archives, you know, this is what happened three years ago. This is what happened two years ago. And I can certainly see the difference between what I look like three years ago and the difference to what I look like today. But you know what? It is what it is. It, it, you know, it is what it is. We're all going to age, and we're all gonna do things in our lives that create us to age, even outside of just chronologically that being part and parcel of how life goes um well, so you know but that's but that's work right when you're when you're paying the dues and you're hitting the pavement and you've got like dark circles under your eyes because you're only working on two hours sleep but you're still honoring all your commitments and your deadlines because you are integral with your clients and your responsibilities and you do hold yourself accountable it's it's going to show up somewhere so it's going to show up on your face it's going to show up in your gray hair it's going to show up on whatever
2: that's very true and you know a part of that is um one of the things that I've learned over the years is you need to have a balance between wealth and well-being. So yeah. one of the very first questions I ask my clients uh, are, what is your definition of success? Because we want to make sure that we align your goals with that specific definition. Because <laughs> as each decade moves forward, you know, your goals and objectives are going to change. What, you, what you're looking for in the incubator stage of your business is not the same as someone who's been in business for 10 or 15 years.
0: So mm-hmm. it really
2: isn't a cookie cutter approach. We have to make sure that we tailor the experience to the individual that we're speaking to. And that's really what makes the topic of, you know, mentorship and the whole idea of stepping outside your comfort zone and sharing light bulb moments so important. Because mm-hmm. light bulb moments happen at any time to anyone. And it really depends on the circumstances that you're in and how open you are to those conversations that are going to give you spark and interest or take you outside your comfort zone to think of something new and that's really where the magic happens so you know i always encourage folks to um you start a conversation with someone that you don't know and you never know where that opportunity may lead and um, i recently did a workshop on uh, what is your elevator story mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about that particular workshop was you know what, it's not about pitching business anymore. It's about making human connections. Yeah. Because the human connection is really what's really important. I mean, we all spend so much time on our computers or on social that or doing the things that we do in the businesses and services that we provide that sometimes we forget we have to nurture our souls by meeting really authentic people.
1: Very true. And that
2: that's really where the magic happens. So, you know.
0: I, I, um,
2: for me, at this stage and age in my career, um, my new mantra is, you know, it's time for me to pay it forward and help other entrepreneurs break down some of those barriers to and amplify their success. Because success means so many different things to so many people, and I think your own personal definition, owning that definition, is really very important to how and what you'll be able to achieve.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this then, Trish, because as somebody who's always accelerated to their own growth, somebody who's always invested, plugged in, who is leveling up uh, such as yourself, you know, are you finding as a result of your own laser clarity with self and doing the work on yourself all the time? And by doing so, it shows and shows up in your business and it shows up in the lives of your clients. Are you starting to see a succession of light bulb moments? Call it aha's, call it um, epiphanies. Are you starting to see that go off like fireworks in succession for yourself? Well, you know, light bulb moments happen at happen at
2: different times, and sometimes you might have a a, a moment of clarity, but you're not really prepared to act on it yet. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it sits in the incubator stage for a little while, and you know. Um, I have to be quite honest at my age, dear God, I hope I don't have too many more light bulb moments to take me on this trajectory to go in a totally different direction because, you know, I'm only going to have so much time left and I want to make sure I maximize the potential while I'm here. But uh, this new journey that I'm on really has me jazzed and I can share that, you know, my clients that have been with me for a number of years are like, wow, what's happening And, you know, when you start to tell them about the new initiative and uh, then they get all jazzed and excited. So it becomes infectious, you know, and everyone's like, well, how do I participate? That sounds like a really great idea. And the really cool thing is that this new initiative has become international. So I'm sharing stories with folks from Italy, France, England, New Zealand, uh, Australia, the United States, Canada. So, you know, I have some really lofty goals for this Mm -hmm. new uh, website I want to be, see that there'll be 10,000 stories by 2022, and that we have an opportunity cr- to create a network where you can really zone in and pick up the phone or have a cyber latte with somebody, and who's really going to give you that little bit of
1: boost in your own business. Because we all need it at various different points in time. Absolutely, we do. Absolutely, we do. So, three things came to mind. One, I laughed because light bulb moments could be considered a parallel to like drinking Red Bull and you gotta be careful those heart palpitations, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Right? Because you know, sometimes your your strengths can become your weaknesses and your weaknesses can become your strengths. And if you're not if you don't have yourself in check, you can get like so overzealous that you just like totally take yourself. You know, off the grid, because, you know, you've just had too many Red Bull light bulb moments. you got to be careful, people, all you listeners. You know, you know, it's really interesting is you need to have a
2: tribe of really close advisors. So one of the things that I'm going to do at the beginning of next year is uh, shareyourstories.online is going to have an advisory board. And I'm going to tap into the folks who have not only encouraged me to embark on this new journey, but who have an area of expertise that I don't yet hold, perhaps in that editorial online world, who can help me to amplify the success of other people. Because, you know, I really love the saying, this is not about me, it's about you. Mm -hmm. And it's about giving you an opportunity to shine, because one of the things that, that I find that's most interesting uh, about entrepreneurs and being in that entrepreneurial space is the folks that are, are embarking on a whole new journey of success are really very humble. Mm-hmm. And they don't really want to amplify uh, their story. And my, my situation is, or my tangent is, you know what, you really do have to amplify your success
1: because you never know who's watching your journey and being inspired. Bingo bingo. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk because that is such a very key pivotal point And I want to underscore that and impress that for the listening audience and the podcast subscribers You know, there's a few things it's to me when you have when you've tapped into what your gifts and what your strengths are You're not meant to hoard them. You're not meant to sit on them You're not meant to stifle them or silence them one because when you put your stuff out there, you're giving other people permission to do the same without feeling shamed, without feeling like they've got to downplay it, without feeling like they've got to like, uh, dummy down, however you want to characterize it. And it also shows if Trish can do it, if Lisa can do it, if any guest who I've ever showcased can certainly do it, so then can potentially the listeners who are tuning in trying to derive some inspiration or get them off the fence in their own lives and and take that leap of faith. Um, Because why not? I mean, you know, it's a miracle to even be here. So why not capitalize and monopolize on what your strengths are? Because we all have them. We all have them. But you have to play to them and you have to accentuate them. It's interesting
2: because you you may not be popular um, when you first start with that that enthusiasm, you know, and you may find that some people that you thought were really connected with you in your own personal tribe um, take a different direction. And that's okay, too, because Mm -hmm. everyone's growth spurt happens at a different time. And it's, it's not based on age and stage. It's based on opportunity and light bulb moments. And, you know, we all experience those times when we think, okay, so if I move in this direction, I'm going to be leaving part of my old life behind. Mm -hmm. And that's really part of the growth process. And, you know, if I encourage that in the clients that I work with in terms of being able to accelerate their own businesses to a whole new platform, I'm right there with them. And Mm -hmm. my experience is just as transparent. So... I think that's really important when you're developing those relationships with people as you move through the various different life stages, is that you connect with like-minded individuals who are going to fuel your passion and give you the encouragement that you need when, you know, you bump your head on that closed door, Um, you, you have to be able to pivot to the left or right and look for an open window, because eventually
1: you'll find your way, and I think that's really important. Absolutely. Well, another thing I'd like to add to that too, it's, you know, and maybe you can attest to this yourself, Trish, but anybody who, whether people have characterized me as successful, or they look upon you as successful, or any guest I've showcased on Living Fearlessly as being successful, it's because they put themselves out there. Like people want to see that you actually have results, that you are Mm -hmm. results driven, that you actually have momentum in your own journey. Because People aren't going to pay their money to invest in you if you're squandering all your own opportunities or you're not accentuating or highlighting what, in fact, your growth and barometer has been within your own journey. Um, Because there's so many people out there in this oversaturated industry, they have no qualms doing it. So you're going to, you know, you want to invest in yourself, you're going to go invest with the person who has already demonstrated they've got proven success and momentum within their own journey. If it's working for them, it's likely going to work for you. So Um, But you're absolutely right. People sometimes think, okay, well, if I put myself out there and I talk about this book that I've published or I talk about this new website or the rebranding or my increased social media footprint or the fact that you're now blogging for Ariana Huffington's site Thrive Global, people are going to misconstrue that perhaps as narcissism. But you know what? That's not about you. That's about them. Because for whatever reason, they feel they've got the time to sit and judge you as opposed to take massive action in their own life or rectify the things that they're no longer satisfied or fulfilled with, but aren't yet uh, prepared to take that leap of faith because for whatever that's continuously keeping them immobilized by fear or stuck, um, that's, that's nothing to do with us and it's all to do with them. But they don't have to sit in that space. It's a choice true and you know what's really interesting is I always say
2: that um, the the clients that you end up working with will find you organically through your network yeah they'll make a connection with you whether it's through social or through your website or through an opportunity like this with a podcast and you know it's like it's like finding uh, a good uh, doctor a good hairdresser a good you know uh, a good a trademark lawyer you know whomever it is that you that we look for for the services that we need in our day-to-day life you have to make that human connection with the person that their story or their thoughts resonate with you and, and you know I always say there's enough business out there for everyone you know yep. uh, there, there's no such thing as I, I don't think that we need to your point that you made earlier about hoarding things you know I mean, I'm sharing stories of entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurial spirit um, in the guest blog series. So those 100 entrepreneurs that I featured this year, it's, they really have nothing to do with me. It's just mm-hmm. about me amplifying their success. So if someone is, is not comfortable with that, with having an opportunity to see their name in light, so to speak, um, then they're not going to reach out to me mm-hmm. because... That's not in their area of comfort. So I think that we attract like-minded people when we're at a, you know, doing what we do. Mm -hmm. And I think that the results that people achieve are are really based on their own
1: journey and where it is that they'd like to go to. Sometimes a little nudge is all we need. Absolutely. Well, and I think another testament to people's ultimate success. And yes, we all define it quite uniquely and differently. But I find the people who are most successful are the people who behind the scenes are always paying it forward, whether doing email introductions, whether getting people on other platforms, uh, getting people on other people's podcasts, because we don't know what we don't know. And we've all had a leg up. We've all had an arm outstretched to pull us up and anchor us up. Um, So it doesn't matter where you fall within the so-called hierarchy or how big your game is playing or how big your name is on the international stage when people see that you are still as committed to giving other people opportunities that they otherwise would not be either exposed to or in the know about that to me is what defines a true servant leader well you know it's interesting
2: because my um i always have some sort of a quote or mantra or direction and as part of this rebrand, the the tagline that I'm using is increase your visibility,
0: mm-hmm.
2: encourage meaningful partnership, and connect with your community, because those three things will really amplify your success. And we have to do them in equal parts, or the whole is going to be missing something. And so for me, that's that's one of the things that I'm going to be sort of blasting out on social for... The next six months to a year because amplifying our success is just really paying it forward because there Mm -hmm. may be somebody at some place or some time that thinks wow you know i've got this idea but i really don't know what to do with it and keeping it real and saying you know what to your point one of the, the statements that i use in the book way back when when i first published it was i'm featuring ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things
1: yes bingo Bingo. And you do that consistently and you do that beautifully, Trish. And I think that's one of the reasons why you do most resonate with people and why people continuously come back to you. So if it's a new book, if it's a new product, uh, if it's a new whatever, when people know the residuals they got the first time around and they had a good experience because you were plugged in and you were about paying it forward, this is, you know, and it's not to be contrived and it's not to be disingenuous or fabricated or self-serving. It's really, it's synergistically you're aligned, you know, when you're aligned within yourself, you align with the right people and the right opportunities continue to show up. And it's a win-win for everyone, right? Like, it, it, I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to feel good and proud about their own accomplishments. That's what it's Absolutely. about. Absolutely. And, you know, I just
2: recently um, made a connection with someone to be my mentor. So I reached out to this very successful woman and she's almost 80 years old and she's still in business and we had this wonderful conversation because she said to me she said you know I always love those people that say that I'm an overnight success she said it's taken me 40 (laughs) years to get here so very true yeah, I laughed because I thought, you know, I've never really had a female mentor because I started as an entrepreneur when, you know, as I mentioned when we first started to to speak, a mentor wore a blue suit and a red tie. There were very few women who were advocating for women in business, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I was a total, I was a total anonymity to my own peer group because they were all getting married and having kids. And yes, although I was married, I was out there beating the pavement starting a new business. So mm-hmm. I was kind of a maverick of the group. So now to sort of have it come full circle when I reached out to this particular individual and said, you know, would you mind, mind being my mentor? Because, you know, you've, you've walked the walk, you've talked the talk, and there's still a lot for me to learn. And um, so we started this really wonderful relationship where we're going to chat once a month. And um, you know she's going to keep encouraging me to step outside the comfort zone and move forward.
1: Beautiful. Well that's another that's another key point that I want to delve into a little bit more for the benefit of the listening audience and the podcast subscribers, Trish, is that um, you know, it doesn't matter what echelon or pinnacle you have, arrived at within your own journey or, or to what degree things are starting to perhaps flow more synergistically where it's like, okay, you know, through all the trial and error and the tribulation and the falling flat on my face, but still continuing to get up. And it's like, no, I've got to keep going. I got to keep going. This is non-negotiable. You know, it doesn't matter where you are in the journey or how people regard you, you still need mentors. You still need coaches, but in order to derive what you should out of those Um, luscious, beautiful, yummy experiences, you've got to be coachable. Right? you got to suspend your ego. You can't pretend that you know everything or that there isn't something still uh, out there in which to learn uh, and then incorporate and implement either into your mindset, your leadership, your business, your client practice, whatever the case may be. So I love that you said that even as very successful woman yourself with 26 years under your belt, going through a rebranding process, you know, pumping out all kinds of content, Um, You know really putting the feelers out there on the international stage. You're still Cognizant and you're still conscientious about the fact that no I don't profess to know everything and 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 personal growth and personal development does not come with an expiry date
2: Well, you know that what's really funny I was at a speaking engagement recently and um, I was it was a younger target group and I looked at them and I said, you know I think maybe I need to be an electric car. I need, there needs to be somewhere to go where I can plug in my brain and download all of the things that are no longer serving me well so that I can leave room to learn things that are new. Because one thing is for sure, you know, when I started my career, there weren't even any cell phones.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: there weren't any fax machines. And we certainly didn't have mobile offices with laptop computers. And so, you know, if if I have an Achilles heel at all, it's technology because I didn't grow up in the era where technology was sort of um, part of my everyday life. It's something that I've had to learn. And mm-hmm. so, you know, one of the things I always say to my clients is, you know, celebrate your strengths and hire to your opportunities.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because I, I, I've got, you've got to be really honest in, with yourself about where your uh, healthy boundaries are. And yes, I know enough about technology to get by, but I'm never going to be the whiz person on the computer that's going to be able to you know do these amazing things that technology wizards do. So I've now partnered with somebody who can help me in that area, who obviously has an area of expertise that I don't share, but mm-hmm. it's going to help the overall perspective of where it is that you want to go. So I think that's another thing that's really important because at the beginning of our entrepreneurial journey, you do have to do it all because you don't have the funds necessarily to Mm -hmm. start hiring folks or having strategic partners that you can pay for in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. as you start to see your revenue build and your confidence build, I think it's really important to be able to understand where your opportunities are and to start building strategic partnerships with people who can fill
1: the gaps. Bingo! Well, and further to that, Trish, I'll also add, yes, you're absolutely right. When you start out as entrepreneurial, you've got a lot of outgoing costs and expenditures with not a lot coming in. So you do have to be self-sufficient and you do have to train yourself on the things you don't know so you can get all pieces of the wheel going in the right direction. However, when you do get to a point where the revenue stream is consistently coming in and you're getting more ramped up and you're on the hook for more deadlines and more commitments and more clients and more everything that's when you've got to start getting really good at relinquishing because oftentimes you know people get caught up in the mindset well if you want something done properly do it yourself but if you continue to think like that you're going to have you're going to have a ceiling and you're going to have limitations as to how far you can take your business if you're too scared or you're too controlling in which to outsource. you got to outsource. I outsource the things that I'm not good at so I can focus on the things that I am good at.
2: Exactly, and that's exactly the point. And it's, so for the clients that I work with who are ready to scale their businesses, we need to peel back the onion to figure out what are those things that they're inherently really good at, you know, the things that they can amplify as part of their own human nature. And let's take a look at the things that they're maybe not so great at so that we can partner with folks who can amplify that for them. So that's really part of that whole experience, to your point, about being coachable. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you really do have to be able to be open-minded enough to understand that there are opportunities available to us, but it's the choice of saying, yes, I'm going to move outside my comfort zone in order to do that.
1: Absolutely. Well, and it's also indicative of getting out of your own way, right? Because you can't have it both ways. When you're committed to rapid growth and momentum and there's only so many hours in the day and you're juggling a lot of different um, competing priorities and deadlines and things of that nature, not only are you going to burn yourself out, but everything that you're striving to do is either going to backfire, implode, or it's going to become counterintuitive because you are only one person and we don't come with every single strength gene in our DNA. There are things you're going to excel at, there's things you're going to be able to learn to incorporate yourself where it's like train the trainer type thing. But there's going to be fundamentally things you're going to have to relinquish and entrust your team entrust trust your person, your virtual assistant person, whatever the case may be. But you know, as long as you're very clear on your expectations, and you keep the lines of communication open with who your team members are, there's no reason for it to go off the rails. Well, you know,
2: speaking from experience, I have um, suffered and recovered from corporate burnout twice throughout my career. So Mm -hmm. I really do understand how, um, you know, having a very ambitious goal is a really wonderful thing, but we also have to be very practical about the execution. And sometimes our energy and our goal, lofty goals can take us in a direction that our body just can't keep up with. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, Mother Nature has a way of putting us back in our place and saying, yes, <laughs> maybe all really wonderful, but, uh, you know, sweetie, you're going you're gonna to have to realign some of those objectives and maybe recalibrate some of those goals, or else you're not going to be around to enjoy them. So that's, a, that's another really important and integral part to anyone who's getting ready to scale their business, is, you know, taking a look at the practicality of, how much can you actually take on at this particular point in time? And let's do it strategically so that the success ratio doesn't have a brutal effect on your personal and your your personal life or your lifestyle choices. Because if you know corporate burnout sneaks up, it's mm-hmm. not really something you know, you don't wake up one morning and go, Oh, geez, I'm tired. I can't go to work today. It's a it's a slow progression, and being able to understand some of those signs and signals is another really important part of the entrepreneurial experience.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, every successful leader has a certain uh, daily regimen, whether it be rituals, proclamations, declarations, I am statements, um, you know, yoga, whatever the case may be. What is it that you're a stickler for that's non-negotiable for you, Trish, in terms of keeping yourself on the straight and narrow and, and establishing some sense of equilibrium for yourself? Well, I have a pretty um, serious physical fitness routine
2: because I'm also a certified personal trainer. So um, I embarked on that journey after my first bout of uh, corporate burnout. And so one of the things that's really non-negotiable for me is waking up every morning and committing an hour of my time to whether it's yoga or walking or uh, free weights, and that also includes the meditation because you know my light bulb moments happen first thing in the morning when I'm focusing my time and energy on Trish mm-hmm. and that may be the only time of day that I focus any energy on myself because in in the service industry as you know your focus is always on your client and trying to be the best that we can be for them
1: absolutely and so for me, that's
2: really It's a non-negotiable for me because I found that um, it really does rejuvenate. That extra oxygen gives you the opportunity to be the best that you can be all day. And Mm -hmm. you really do need to commit to a little me time. Um, And it's not being selfish. It's actually carving out some time for you in your day when you can recalibrate your thoughts and put yourself into a whole new uh, positive energy level in order to achieve what you're looking to achieve on your to-do list
1: absolutely well it's all about the energy you can't really you know you can't transmit positive energy where you're operating and firing on all pistons yourself if you're always coming from the deficit of your cup being you know needing to be replenished you know you need to replenish and then you go serve replenish go serve replenish go serve yep
2: absolutely absolutely and you know that's something that um it's, a, it's a, a balance that we have to learn because uh, in that entrepreneurial space, and even, you know, you see it obviously in enterprise leaders as well, the, the pressures of success are, can be overwhelming. And, you know, one of the really important things is we really do have to be very definitive of what our definition of success is, because we can achieve anything that we want to achieve as long as we have the focus and we've made those critical decisions as to what the lifestyle choices will be as a result of that success
1: bingo fantastic and so trish being cognizant of time i'd be remiss if i didn't give you an opportunity to let the listeners the loyal radio listeners and the podcast subscribers know how to connect with you either for an initial consultation or to become a contributing author or to check out your thrive global like where can people find you
2: Well, that's
1: one of the wonderful things about doing the rebrand. You have a lot of clarity and focus
2: about where people can find you. So, (laughs) thank you for that. Um, So, all of my social media channels will be under my name, Trishtonai.com. And, of course, the shareyourstories.online initiative. I thought that was a really easy uh, website to remember. And I welcome anyone in your listening audience to share your story on that platform. The wonderful thing that we're working on right now is that you will be able to put your story online, uh, share your story with us, we'll have an opportunity to just do some spell checking for you and then we'll be able to publish. So we're really making it very interactive. Um, You do get to put your bio and your picture there with a link to your website so that if your story resonates with someone else we want the the world to be able to connect with you and start a new conversation. So I welcome anyone in your listening audience to uh, participate in our online. And it would be my absolute pleasure if anyone is interested in amplifying their business to give me a call personally. I'm always available for a cyber latte.
1: Brilliant absolutely brilliant good work trish well and i and and please listening audience i mean you know particularly if you're not tuning into the live show but you get the podcast link you know that's the benefit of podcast you can sit down you can pause it you can replay it write down trish's contact information and this is going to obviously be going all viral it's going to be reflected on thrive global in my feature article um so there's lots of opportunities to revisit this conversation and to connect Uh, With Trish, which it's a win win situation. So I would highly encourage you to take full advantage of that. And going back to what you said, probably at middle of the hour, Trish, when you were saying, you know, my goal is to go after 10,000 authors, you know, get 10,000 stories going in the funnel. I think that for for what you've accomplished and for who you are and how I've come to know you to be on a consistent level, I think that's beyond attainable, beyond achievable. And I'm going to have so much fun watching that happen.
2: Thank you so much. And I certainly, certainly look forward to uh, welcoming everyone's story because I really and truly believe that everyone has an amazing story to share. So thank you so much, Lisa, for giving me an opportunity to connect with your listening audience and put out that invitation.
1: Well, Trish, I want to thank you because again, you're a very busy woman. You're on the hook with a lot of people, a lot of deadlines, particularly going through a rebranding process. Even just initial branding is difficult, but then going through a rebranding process, I know how much time that can be. Uh, so I just want to say kudos to you. Thank you for always showing up for me. Thank you for, this is now the second go around of you showing up for the loyal listeners and the podcast subscribers. Uh And I just want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate the gift of your time. And you're always welcome to come back to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. You know that. Thank you so much. I look forward to that. Okay. So once again, Trish, where can people reach out to you? You can reach me at trishtoni.com or shareyourstories.online. Fantastic. And in closing... What would you say to the listening audience in terms of, because there was a lot of yummy ground and imperative pieces of information that you so graciously imparted here, but what would you want to be the number one takeaway or breakthrough for anybody who's tuned into the program, Trish? You know, trust
2: your gut instinct because it will never lead you wrong and it will take you on an amazing journey.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. Well, to my loyal listeners and to the podcast subscribers, I want to thank you very much for the gift of your time. I know how busy you as well are. I take none of that for granted. And I just want to say... My purpose, which I'm exceptionally clear on, is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. If there's anything that was stipulated, discussed in this conversation, and you got good resonance, you felt the resonance with Trish, and you love what she's doing, which most people I know do, um, I would highly encourage you to reach out to Trish. You, your future self will thank you. I always say that. It doesn't matter if you're feeling reticent. doesn't matter if you're feeling a little bit antsy about it. We're going into a new year this is the time to do it so that you're not playing that same old broken record of, oh, why didn't I do that? I could have been so much further ahead had I just jumped in and take that leap of faith because life is too short. Do not squander opportunities. This is a great opportunity to connect with Trish. It's a great opportunity to get your voice heard, to get your story shared, and to reach out and get some mentoring and some coaching and all the other umbrella of services and suite of services that Trish uh, is very dynamically offering to people out there on the international stage. So Trish, thank you again. Royal listeners, thank you till next Friday. I wish you a fantastic, safe and wonderful weekend. Love and gratitude to all of you. Take care, my friends. Goodbye.
0: Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald's corporate sponsors and honda forever and aha that your reviews clicks shares downloads feedback and testimonials are always appreciated lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more to appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend.